Are you a woman, person of color, or a member of some other historically marginalized community who's sick and tired of shrinking to fit into spaces that weren't designed for you? If you're ready to surround yourself with people who think big and you want to get inspired by women who are bold enough to write their own rules, you're in the right place. Welcome to the Build Your Own Table podcast, where we spotlight powerhouse women who got tired of waiting for someone to give them a seat at the table, so they built their own. This is an inclusive space where you can come to listen, get inspired, and make some new connections to help you take that next step into living your best life. I'm your host, Nakia Gray. Welcome to the show. Okay, so today I am so pleased to introduce one of my favorite clients, Natara Richardson. Natara Richardson is the founder of Natara's Projected Visions. She transitioned from nursing to entrepreneurship, which we are going to get into, and became her own boss and created a company that breeds visionaries. I love that. Natara believes in the power of manifestation through journaling and her journals cultivate a safe space for taking any vision to the next level. Welcome Natara. Thank you so much for agreeing to let me interview you. I cannot wait for people to hear your story. So why don't we just jump right in and start with, first of all, what made you decide nursing was going to be your profession? So first off, thank you so much for having me. Um, so nursing was in my family already. So my my maternal grandmother um, was a nurse's assistant and she did that for literally over 30 years. And back in the day, we used to be able to go to school with her. I'm, I'm sorry, school, work. I'm thinking school. <laughs> um, we used to be able to go to work with her and she used to take my brother and I to work with her. And I used to see her like help patients, lifting patients and doing cool things and having barbecues with the elderly population. And I was like, oh, this is interesting. I want to do this. I want to be a nurse. I want to be a doctor. And then I was like, no, I'll be ner- a nurse. And then that's how it literally started. Um, And then just that passion in me to always help people has always been the pillar of me becoming a nurse too. So my grandmother, and then just having that passion to help people. I love that now, because to me, nurses are some of, you know, I put them up there with like teachers and doctors, right? Mm -hmm. To do that work, you Mm -hmm. genuinely have to deep down in your heart, have a passion and such compassion for people. Like, I just think nurses, I could never do what y'all do. So let me just thank you. <laughs> when You're I think welcome. of all of the people in my family, I, I have lost a lot of people in my family and um and had a lot of sickness. My mother actually passed away from sickle cell. So um, the pain that she and, and, and many members of my family would be in, those nurses were their lifeline. I mean, they were literally there caring for them. So I think that that is just so sweet and, and not that surprising that that would be something that you would have chosen because of just who you are. You just already, you know, in, and you've taken that, right? Mm-hmm. Kind of related into, into entrepreneurship. So what yes. made you make that leap? What, what made you say, you know what, I think it's time for me to do something different. 
So um, my journey as a nurse, you know, I, I actually started out in the operating room. So, I mean, nursing in general is seeing people at their most vulnerable times. You know, you literally have, if you strip down someone, like you think about your most vulnerable times, I've never been to jail, but I would say jail and go into the hospital, right? Because in jail, they strip you of your clothes and they make you wear this jumpsuit. In the hospital, I hate to say it like that, but it's kind of like that same mentality. We strip you of all your clothes and we give you this gown. Right. And that's all you have. And you're, you know, these people are in control of your life and they're telling you this and that, and you just don't know what's going to happen with your health. So um, in that field, it's like, dang, this is so vulnerable. So it really, honestly, I always wanted to be the nurse when I became the nurse and I got in it. Oh man, it heightened. And I mean, you know how I go hard for people. I went hard for my patients. I mean, and it and it just honestly, totally honest, it just became really overwhelming and draining. I, I did the operating room. I went up to the ICU. I did floor nursing. And when I went up to the ICU, that is, I think that is really what put planted the seed is like, I can't do this forever Mm -hmm. because in the ICU, you know, you're talking about intensive care, people are on life support and you're, I I was buried. I was like literally, you know, consoling people every day and uh, patients were dying. You know, it's the nurses that have to, you know, prepare the body for the morgue. And I was dealing with all of that stuff. That is so much. That's very heavy. It was heavy. It was so heavy that in 2013, I was like, you know, I need to write a book about this because I don't think people in the, you know, general population, I don't think people know what we really endure. You know, like, it's like, I was thinking, I started to write it down and that's how I really got into journaling, which I'll go back to. But I started to write it down and I was like, you know, I was writing down my craziest days where um, family members were fighting and, you know, this, the member, the family members going to die and I'm breaking up fights and, you know, the highs and lows in the career. Like, um, you know, I was working in the ICU in Staten Island, New York, which is where I'm from. You know, everybody tries to write us off, but we here, <laughs> Staten Island is in the building. And, um, it's crazy because, um, I remember, um, Method Man, you know, the rapper coming into the unit and, you know, I remember sneaking him in his, who he was visiting and, you know, experiences like that. It was like, you know, it it was like always, I was where I was supposed to be, Mm. right? But then it just didn't become, it didn't become fun for me anymore. It didn't, it didn't wake me up and it like, it didn't excite me to wake up in the morning, So again, I started planting that seed and I just started writing my story where I'm from and doing, you know, doing my work. And um, in that journey, I just found out like, you know, you know what? I want to own my own stuff. I want to be my own boss one day. And um, literally since 2013, I've been planting that seed and fast forward. Here we are today. Wow. So I can totally relate to that because I would, I've gone through that several times, you know, in my legal career that I think that when you're in, and I guess it's really, um, I guess it's really any service-based industry, right? When you're serving people, you're doing it because you have a passion for people, you want to help people. But at the same time, people are putting so much in you and on you um, in, in from their lives that that can just become overwhelming and to take a toll. And I, I do want to just say kudos to you for even recognizing that mm-hmm. because some people stay in careers 
for far too long mm -hmm. simply because that's their identity, right? Like for you, it could have been, what else am I going to do? I'm a nurse, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know? My grandmama was a nurse. Like it's mm -hmm. in me to be a nurse, you know what I mean? So it could have been that. And so when we really, you know, um, allow that, you know, our experience, our expertise, our degrees or whatever to define us, we really, um, we, we, we really halt and we slow down what our true purpose is and the people that really are waiting to meet us, right? Like the work that you're doing now. Well, let me first, why don't you tell us, mm -hmm. tell us about your business and what it is that you're doing now. So, um, you know, like, so back to what I was saying with like the whole writing and everything, right? So I began this journey and literally, um, you know, in full transparency, uh, when I was in the ICU, um, transitioning out of the ICU, I had a mental breakdown. Like I literally was burnt out, like really bad. Um, <clears throat> I had lost like 15 pounds. I wasn't sleeping. I was eating. Um, I was doing all the other things, but it was just like, I, my brain would not shut off. Wow. Um, and I just remember that like my last patient in the ICU was like, he was ventilated and this man was on 38 medications. Um, <clears throat> I was experiencing, um, the older nurses bullying me. Cause at the time I was like, I was like 25 years old. Right. So I'm in my twenties, I'm this young black nurse. And I, I had a very, very good relationship with the doctors because they knew me from being on a med surge floor prior to, so they knew hey, you know, she's from the old med surge unit. We know what kind of nurse she is. Give her whatever she wants. So whatever I would ask them for, they would give it to me. So it grew a lot of tension with the older nurses that had been there for years. Like, well, who's this new nurse coming up here? Who she thinks she is? Who she thinks she is telling the, the <laughs> chief of cardiology that this patient needs to be on cardizem and this drip needs to be, because I was telling them to a science. No, we need to put the drip up to this, 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 that, and the third. So doing that, like, I felt like then they were trying to test me. They were giving me the heaviest loads and they were pairing me like, you know, in the ICU, you get paired with like another nurse. So like, if you were to go on break, this nurse watches over your patients. So this was like the straw that broke the camel's back. This nurse they paired me with, she was horrible. And um, I went on my break and I, I actually thought I forgot to do something. I come back and I noticed that this nurse was like untying my ventilated uh, patient's hands. So when you're on a ventilator, they restrain you so that right. if you do come out of the so anesthetic, you, you can't pull the tube. I saw her pull my patient's restraints off and attempt to walk out of the room. And I was like, hey, you didn't tie him back. Did you mean to do that? And she was like, oh my God, oh my, no, it's not, oh my God. Like I knew exactly what you were doing. She was trying to set you she up. She was trying to set me up. And for that, because I am a professional, but I'm also from the hood. I said, this is not, this is not for me anymore. And <laughs> I'm not going to be able to do this because. You can't go to jail behind beating this lady up. At the Right. It's going to take me to the streets where, and it's like, no, I can't do that. You know, this is an old white lady and I'm just speaking facts, right? This is an old white lady. This is a young black nurse. We, we are playing race in this because yeah. it has a lot to do with it. Right. And um, I just was like, no, I can't do this anymore. I cannot. So I literally had a big um, notebook. I remember going home and I wrote everything down in this huge notebook. It was like a five subject notebook. And my patient was on like 38 medications, which means he was on like 16 IV drips. 
Do you know what, it was like, I was titrated. It was like, I was literally like this over here, programming this medication, programming that medication. And it really sent my mind into a state of like, we're not going to shut off. Like my family was so concerned for me. Like that's when I literally, you know, started my journey and I went to therapy and really started doing my work. I took a leave of absence. I was like, I'm not coming back here because y'all trying to kill me. And it was so serious that I literally moved to Maryland. And when I first moved to Maryland in 2013, so I wound up, you know, going back, um, going to Maryland, picking up um, an operating room job in um, Georgetown in DC and um, began my travel nurse journey, went back to travel nursing and just kept going and going and going. And I kind of like numbed it by working. So let me ask you this travel nurse. Um, Cause I see this a lot and it's like, it's like, it's like a, it's like a trend now. Okay. And it's like, yeah. this is. So is that entrepreneurship? When you are a travel nurse, are you working for yourself? Are you negotiating your own rates? How does that work? So you can, right? So I'm going to tell you one thing, even though I'm out of nursing, if I do see a contract that I am enticed in, I can still do it as you are an independent contractor, Gotcha. right? So you are a 1099 employee, which you can, like for me, I tell them what I'm going to do. If I was to entertain any contract today, I tell them what I'm going to do and I tell them what I'm not going to do. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, for example, I just had an offer to go to New York. And they're like, okay, well, we want you to scrub. We want you to circulate. We want you to do CVOR, which is on the heart team. We want you to do transplants. Those are all specialties within a specialty. And it's like four jobs. You're paying me for one job. I'm not doing that. (laughs) So, um, so yes and no, some nurses really don't know their power. So I, I, I really, um, to go back to the business thought that I was going to get into travel nurse consulting. Mm. And that's essentially, that's what Natara's projective visions was. It was going to be a travel nursing consulting where I taught um, travelers how to negotiate their contracts, get the best rate, figure out, you know, who had the best rate, what a crisis rate is, what a rapid response rate is, all the things behind travel nursing. And then it was like, no, I have this fire in me to tell my story. You know, nursing is just one part of my story. I'm so much more than nursing. I have so more, so many more gifts than nursing that, no, I need to really go deeper. And um, I literally took all my, you know, knowledge and everything. I linked with this wonderful brand strategist out in LA and we brainstormed and we came up with, Natara's projected visions as a lifestyle management company. Okay, so what does that mean? (laughs) What does that mean? So it, it means I really advocate. So I'm still a nurse, right? But I'm Natara first, right? So my projective vision is I advocate for people to live their best life, their most freeing life. And it's not what my version of it is. It's what your version of it is. Mm. So if, you know, I have clients that come to me and say, well, you know what I do here, I do this, but I want to open a store. I want to do this. So I help them to, to really, really hone in on that craft and make that vision become a reality. 
you know, so that's my, again, that's my projected vision. It's like, no, make your, make your wildest vision, your wildest dream become your reality. Let's, let's, let's do it together. I'm going to project what I see, but I want you to project what you see. And what I see is me helping people in this way, because I am such a creative, which I didn't realize that until I started writing. Yeah. So then naturally I married journals to the brand as well, because again, journaling saved my life. Literally when that brain wouldn't shut off, that's what I did. And, you know, having somebody on your team that can pull that out of you was essential to me and me finding that, that, that person branch, that brand strategist, that was essential to me really, really expanding this company and, and taking it to a new level. Right. And I, and I think that's the hardest part of entrepreneurship though, right? Because <laughs> yes. when you, when you start a business, you've got this idea, right? You've got this idea. You, you possibly have this education. You probably possibly have this ex- experience or this expertise. Mm-hmm. You've got whatever it is to make that business work, yep. except there are so many pieces that go into making a business work. There is marketing, there is sales, there is branding. And, and so if you aren't, and most of us aren't, people that are go- just naturally going to be good at all of those things, Correct. <laughs> right? Correct. And so the hardest part, and this is what people come to me and say all the time, I want to start a business. I don't know where to start mm-hmm. because they understand that I, I can, you know, I may be a hairstylist. I may be a photographer. Mm-hmm. I may be, you know, a lawyer or whatever, whatever your experience is. And you want to start this business in it, but you know how to do that thing. You don't yes. know how to run a business. Yes. It's <laughs> and so, so true. It's so true. It's like, it's like doing CPR, right? When we do CPR on a patient, there's a bunch of people around the patient and everybody has a role. And it's like in a business, you got to know what your gifts are. You got to know when to step in, when to not, when to give, you know, when to give those compressions and when to be like, oh no, it's your turn. No, you got this. Yeah. No, you got this because you can't do everything yourself. But here's the thing that's all right. And I want you to be real. And I know you will. How do you afford that? How do you, how did you make the decision to hire a brand strategist before you made really well, let me ask you this: Were you making money in this business first, or did she help you to bring it to life to to make money? No, so I honestly, well, if you really want to get into that, I mean, how I how I, how I came about you, you know, in my first business, you know. So remember, I had the first. Business Let's talk before. about the first business. Yeah, so the my first business was actually a partnership. Natara's Projected Visions is my second business. My okay. first business was a partnership with three other women that really, you know, we were coming together, and it was supposed to be four of us. You know, that honestly, it was always my vision was to connect, collaborate with other women and really, really, you know, do something huge, right? Which still going to get there, right? But it took a detour because it just wasn't the right timing, right? So with that first business, um, hold on one second, sorry. Yes. So the partnership, it was, you know, it it just wasn't the right timing. And again, that's how I came to find you. And once I really started looking at things on the legal side, I was like, okay, I need to get the legal side down. Then it was like, okay, 
I honestly, I took $60,000 of my own money, my nursing money and poured it into that partnership. Okay, stop. Stop. <laughs> we have to stop there. Okay. Right? So, and this is the part that people don't always get. In mm -hmm. order for you to have success, you have to invest in this business. And it this takes money. money to, it takes money to make money. Okay, let me tell break them it again, Natara. Tell but them again. It takes money to make money, but let me break it down in my. Maybe someone can understand it from me, right? Let's say as a travel nurse, right? Say I get this job, and it's going to pay me ten thousand dollars a week, right? Okay, the job is in California, though. California is super expensive. Company will reimburse you for some travel and some lodging, right? But not all because they're paying you $10,000 a week. So they're like, we're not going to pay for everything, right? So let me break that down for you. So I accept the position. I got to get to California, right? So I got to buy like a $500 ticket from the East Coast to the West Coast, okay? So that's boom, that's $500. You're so New York. So boom. <laughs> so boom, yeah, so New York. So boom, that's $500. Then I got to find a place to live, right? <clears throat> Let's say $3,000 for the month. This contract is going to be 13 weeks. That's the average nursing contract. 13 weeks is about three months in a week. So, okay, $3,000. Okay, now we have $3,500. I'm investing $3,500 to go work for somebody else. Already. Wait, wait and, and, and but let's let's not forget and they made no money yet. I and the, and the rent yet. though is monthly. It's not it's not correct. Yeah. Correct. Okay, but now how am I gonna get to the job? I'm gonna use Uber. Either I'm gonna do one or two things. I'm gonna use Uber Lyft or I'm gonna rent a car. Right. Okay. Experience. I use a company discount. I did a job out in San Jose last year. I rented a car for a month. It was eleven hundred dollars for that month. So how much are we at now? Thirty-five and eleven hundred, forty-six hundred dollars, right? Right. I hadn't gotten my ten thousand dollars yet, right? Because Enterprise gonna swipe my card, right? Right. They don't care nothing about they when your care. payday is. They don't care about that ten bands coming every week. It ain't here yet. So again, I had to even as a travel nurse, I had to spend almost five thousand, and then that's not even getting food and stuff. So let's just right. round it off to five thousand dollars, right? just to touch down to get to the 10 bands a week. Right. People don't think like that. Like they, like they're think people think, oh, it's a job. It's secure. You know what I mean? I'm going to get that. Well, why can't you think like that with your business? Exactly. Right. Why can't exactly. you, if I, if I pay a brand strategist $5,000, that's going to do all my branding and help me with a logo and the brand story and, and products and just everything to make me money, why wouldn't I invest five thousand dollars in that if I'm right? Like I'm if I believe in my business and I know I'm going to do the work, right, right. So it's about mindset to me. Like for me again in that partnership, sixty thousand dollars of my own money, like literally. And I was like, okay, never doing that again. So now to answer your question, fast forward to Natara's projected visions. I studied business credit, studied it. Like it was literally, I was still working. I actually um, transitioned from a nurse to a nurse manager my last three years of nursing. So I was a manager and I literally would come home from work, 
and I study business credit, how to get business funding and, and all the things that I learned from you on the legal aspect of all the things that I would need to properly structure my business. Okay. Well, I need to do this. I need to do that. You know, you got to get your EIN. You got to, you got to file the paperwork. All these things cost money, except for the EIN is free, right? But you have to register your business. You know, in some States that could be up to $200, right? And that's just to start. That's not that's just to start. <laughs> right. Because next year pay. you have to pay again. Right. And you have to pay taxes. You yeah. got to find an accountant. You yeah. know, you got to run. You got to you got to think about, you know, what you want your business to look like. If it's products like me, I had to pay for my journals, you know, my products that I'm selling. You have to get a website build. You need somebody to build your website. You know, you, you it's a lot of work that goes into it. And you know, if you're like me, I've been working hard since I've been, uh, since I was 14 years old in New York, you can have working papers at 14 years old. I've been working since I was 14 years old. I don't want to work so hard anymore. I want to work smart. So me being able to strategize and learn about business credit and build business credit is what really helped me really kick off, you know, Natara's projected visions using OPM, other people's money. Yes. Yep. And, and I think, and I think then the return yep. can, is your, I mean, you're going to pay it back, right? right? It's not free money. Right. There's a lot of people money. teaching people this. Mm-hmm. Um, and I saw something on Instagram the other day and someone's talking about, you know, you know, getting all this business credit and doing these things, but it's not free people. The no. purpose is, is, is for you to be able to, so let's just take your, the, your travel nurse example for, um, mm-hmm. for instance, if you had set your travel nurse business up as an LLC and you are an independent contractor, as you take these contracts, you've got a business credit card. Now you're, you're using your business credit card at, at enterprise mm-hmm. versus your personal funds. Right. And so, and then when you get paid your 10 bands a week, you can then pay that credit card off, but at least right. your personal money has not been touched. And that is it, right? And guess and so- what? Wait, let me throw this monkey wrench in here, right? So even with Natara's Projected Visions being a lifestyle management company, when I go through these contracts, because I have done it while the business was up, like I did my last big contract from last August to December. Guess what? I did that all on business. Why? Yes, I'm an independent contractor, right? right. This is, this is, this is some of this money is my seed money for my business, right? Right. Because I plan for 2022 to fully be a full-time entrepreneur. Right. So although I was working at a hospital last year, that money, and when I go into work, guess what I was doing? I helped, literally, I helped four women open businesses. Wow. Am I not doing my consulting and working and helping? You sure are. Am I not breeding visionaries? You sure are. Okay. So this is business activity. Yeah. <laughs> and and that's literally, I recall um, bringing my laptop to work because I used to work 11A to 11P. And I helped one of the surgical <laughs> techs. She had this business to where like us and nurses, we have to um, open medications during the surgery. And sometimes they could be hard. So she developed this little tool um, to literally pop the tops off the medication and it's called pop the top store. Wait, I'm plugging her. (laughs) So I literally remember bringing my laptop, telling her to bring her laptop. And I helped her open her LLC, her business bank account, do her Etsy page and everything like literally downtime at work. Wow. 
So like you can work smart. You can still go to work. You can still work a nine to five and build your brand and do what you do. But everything for me has to be attached to a goal. How is this going to serve Natara's projective vision? Is this, is this Natara's projective vision? Right. For me, making those 10 bands a week, but I'm still meeting people. I'm telling people about my journal line that's coming. Cause at this, at that time I didn't have my journal. I was going back and forth with vendors. I was doing yeah. all the things that I needed to do with the brand strategist. Um, shout out to Jovi behind the scenes, right? Like I'm literally doing all this work, but is that still part of my business? Absolutely. And it takes time, right? So you, you learn. And so I want, I want to say this about the first business, because for some people, entrepreneurship doesn't always work out the first time. Mm -hmm. And for some, it makes them quit. Like we will, we will work many jobs. We will leave a job and go to another job, leave a job, go to another job. But if one business doesn't work where I'm entrepreneurship is not for me, I'm not meant to be in business. Well, You may have just learned, like you said, and these were your words, that wasn't the right time, right? There were lessons that you learned, even in what feels like you losing $60,000 of your own money. Mm -hmm, Baby, I didn't lose that $60,000. There you go. Thank you. You know what? Here's let's talk about that because honestly, I've I, in in the business, you know, when I'm introducing myself and I'm telling people about it, because I get a lot of people, you know, in my DMs and they're like, "Oh, Natara, I love what you're doing. Help me start a business." Like for me, I'm gonna be honest. I really could have just taken a lot of people's money and say, "Sure, I help you take the, I help you start the business," but that's not me, right? right? That's not me. No, I give people the raw. No, let, let me see if you're ready to start your business. Right. Let me start you off with this blueprint list of the things that you have to do to start your business. And when I give, and, I'm, and this is no shade to no one, right? But when I give people the list, they're like, okay. And it'd be like a month later, where are you at with your list? You need any help? You good? I'm checking in on them. And then like, I'm so overwhelmed. And I'm like, welcome to entrepreneurship. Right. But it doesn't have to be overwhelming if you strategically do things, you know, in the right timing and you link up with people that can help take some of the load off of your plate. Right. Right. So for me, I'm not going to lie, even in the Taurus projected visions, some people will consider some losses that I took that they're all lessons to me. That's right. We never lose. We We never lose. Or we learn. Listen, like my shirt says, I have a vision plus God, right? right? And and literally I hone in on that. My vision wouldn't be my vision without God. And I pray, I pray over my business, I pray over my people, and I pray for the alignment of the things that's supposed to happen to happen, right? right. And they will. So, and, and they will. Mm-hmm. And it's it's a lot of it is up to me. But if you get what I'm saying, it's not up to me. It's up to God. It's up to the right. way it's supposed to go. Right. Only person that I can control in, in business is me. So I can hire all these wonderful people, you know, like I've had a virtual assistant, right? I've had a marketer. I've had an email marketer, right? The crazy story behind that, right? I've had, you know, I've had people... And I've had some great experiences and I've had some not so great experience. And it's okay. But listen to this. How many times have I walked into the hospital and I've had terrible days, right? right? And right. I've had some great days. Yeah. It's your choice. And that's my message to people. You are the author of your story, right? Yeah. 
you choose how to write it. For me, I have a son now. I don't want my son to be, you know, like, oh, he, he can't walk into any hospital that I've worked in and say, hey, my mom used to work here. Can I have a job? Right. No, no, he can't do that. But he can take this journal line. He could take this business. He can learn about business credit. He can help his people. He can help, um, you know, young little boys like him. He can take this journal line and do great things, right? right. You know, then how we've also set it up, we've also um, set up some some other assets to that people would think is liabilities, like the whole Airbnb and the Toro. You know, we've right. added that into our business models. You know, he can take that and he can leverage all these things that him right. and um, his dad and I are preparing for him. Right. You know, it's like it's, it's so many layers in um, to entrepreneurship. Right. But what I can tell people is that you're in control. Right. Even if you think what, I, what I love about what you do is you really force people to stop where they where they are and and just create the vision right a lot of times we we think we want to be entrepreneurs or we want to start a business or we want to do you know whatever it is but we really haven't even written it down yet what is what is that vision and when you do that you start to see okay now how am I going to get there Mm -hmm. who do I need on my team to help me get there because that is you you can get there I'm not going to tell you you can't get there but you can get there faster mm-hmm. with less mistakes by aligning yourself with the right people who can actually help you to get to where it is that you're trying to go. Absolutely. It's like, you know, the, the partnership, you know, I went into the partnership with what I knew, you know, and I was like, even then I was like, oh no, we need to get an operating agreement. We need a partnership agreement. We want this, we want that. And <clears throat> our second month into business, I found you, Nakia. Literally, I found you and I was like, okay, I brought it back to the group and it was three against one. We're not there yet. And I'm like, okay. Okay. And how did that work out for y'all? And how did that work out? Right, right. I'm just saying. So yeah. no, Natara's projected visions, <laughs> operating agreement, contracts, yes. all the things that you need. Like, you know what I mean? And we're doing our trademarking now. Like, all the things that you need to protect yourself because it is, we, uh, unfortunately, we are in a vicious world right now. Everybody's chasing the bag. Everybody wants to get the bag. And, you know, like you, you don't really find a lot of genuine people that, you know, are going to, going to treat you number one, you know, the way you should be treated and then think, then treat your business the way your business should be treated. Everybody's not going to see your vision because God didn't give it to them. Right. 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 So my vision was to tell stories, help, help black women, you know, get to freedom, what their version of freedom looks like. That's right? the key. That's the key. It, not your my, vision. My freedom. My freedom, it looks different than, you know, other people's freedom. Right. You know, I wanted to be home with my son. Right. 
I, the son that I prayed to God, I asked for this son. I asked for this child. And for me to be like, well, no, I got to work all these 12 hour shifts and I ain't never going to see you. And I'm, I'm never going to see my son. And then when I come home, I'm impatient with him and I'm frustrated because my- you're carrying all no, of that. that's not, no, that's not my version of free. Right. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I had to take Natara's projective visions to another level and do the work. That's the, that's the key ingredient to businesses. You've got to do the work. Now, do I have high and low seasons? Every business does. Yeah. Like right now, it's the summertime. Everybody outside. They not trying to sit and write any journals? Everybody trying to sit and write no journals right now? Oh, we outside. Well, guess what? Guess what? Winter's coming. Right, right, right. Everybody going to be in with their hot tea? Look, they going to be getting their mugs. They're going to be getting their journals and mm -hmm. they're going to be like, oh yeah, let me write about this hot summer that I had. Yeah. Yeah. So before we go, I want you to tell us if there was one lesson that you have learned in, in, in this business or the, or the previous, your first business that you think has, has really shaped you. Um, what would that be? Oh, discernment. Mm -hmm. expound on it's, that well listen I've learned it, it's actually two lessons so I've honestly I've learned how to literally read people from a business lens yes right because before when I first got into business you know I'm a pretty good I could read people pretty good you know what I mean and honestly looking at it from a, a personal lens kind of overshadow some of the business like looking at people from a business lens right yeah. so an example would be like okay well I know this dope girl she's got this company and she's been doing this for 10 years okay but then I look at this girl and I'm like in her business what have you done and again not looking down on anyone or whatever but again it's certain things that I look at now that I'm like I know if I can work with a person or not Mm. And that comes after having good and, and not all and not so not good so experiences, good, right? right? Correct. Yeah. Correct. You know, like for example, after the partnership, you know, I, I, I could have really been like, all right, I'm gonna just go chase these bags and get this nursing money. I'm not right. gonna do this no more. Right. I took that and I fueled my vision because I know honestly. I really, really, really believe that we need to get back to writing. I honestly believe that Black women are so powerful, right? And we all have these incredible stories. And I think the world needs our stories. Yes. And on that story is where you build your brand. That's where you build your vision and you build your freedom. And again, it's, it's, it, it cultivates great in mental health because it's like when you release your story, you're going to feel so much lighter. Yeah. You feel so much lighter because you, what you, what, what people will find is that you get, you get your story out there and then you're like, Oh, you get people. Oh, wow. That happened to me too. That like, we're I'm all more alike than we, than correct. we. Correct. And that's what I want to bring awareness to. That is the project. One of my projected visions is to bring awareness to our story. Yeah. So again, the, the lesson in all of this is like, 
No, you got to keep your eyes open and, you know, don't rush anything. Yeah. Don't your, what's for you is for you. Trust God's timing, not your timing. I said, I wanted to be a retired nurse by the age of 40. I did it two years early. Right. I, I didn't rush anything. When you surrender to your vision and your passion, the rest will fall into place. That is so good. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for sharing you. your story and for inspiring us to, to share ours. So if people want to get their hands on these journals that are going to change <laughs> their life yes. and they want to connect with you, where should they go to find you? So on Instagram, I'm um, at NP underscore visions. And then uh, my website is Natara's. So N-A-T-A-R-A and S is on there. So Natara's projected P-R-O-J-E-C-T-E-D visions.com. You could check out the website or you could just go on Instagram and click the link in the bio. Uh, we do have a free journal prompt because a lot of, I, I do get a lot of, well, I don't know what to write. I don't know what to write. I got you. There's a free <laughs> journal prompt where I did like a 19 day journaling challenge uh, for the month of June, for Juneteenth. I did a 19 day journaling challenge. So I gave free 19 free journal prompts. So that's a free download. Um, I'm also doing some free discovery calls for people because a lot of people do want to really take their vision to the next level. And sometimes it takes sitting down with somebody and, and really like- And know, just getting it out. Just getting it out. So yeah. I'm doing those. All of that is the, in the link in my bio. So yeah, get your journal on, get your, get your call on. I mean, we have visions to execute. Yes, yes. Thank yeah. you so much, Natara. I really Thank appreciate you. it. Thank you for doing this. This is so awesome. I hope you enjoyed today's show. And if you did, remember to hit subscribe and head over to buildyourowntablepodcast.com to stay updated and connected with me. I'm Nakia Gray. I'll see you next time.